0: we got to give them 40 seconds of dead air at the beginning. Yeah,
1: that's a key to keeping your audience dead air. Okay. <laughs> especially especially when the uh opposite is us talking. I think dead air is actually not a bad way to go.
0: <laughs> yeah, plenty of people have written in to say we enjoy the dead air.
1: <laughs> and I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> they made a fan edit where they actually edited out all of our talking, <laughs> kept the pauses. <laughs> And it set all kinds of download records on iTunes. They called it Better Yonder. (laughs) (laughs) Yonder done better. You're listening to Blue Yonder with your hosts, Jim Jones, Peter Streets, and introducing
0: Aaron Hubbard. Hey, everybody, I'm Jim Jones. And I'm Aaron Hubbard. You're listening to episode 60 of Blue Yonder at yeah. baldmove.com. And you can find us at Twitter at, at baldmove.com. Bald no, and at baldmove.com. <laughs> how, how many at baldmove.coms can we get into this intro? At, at. That's what I want to know. We're going to get our Walker. names stuck in your ears like a uh, thick, creamy peanut butter. Or ear. <laughs> God. <laughs>
1: That's pretty gross, right? Yeah. They
0: just start off the show with one of those.
1: Yeah. I don't want to interrupt your flow of the social media. Keep the social media flowing. Oh, okay. Uh, and then I have a disgusting anecdote. <laughs> so Well, I already gave him one. Uh-huh. So we're good on that.
0: All right. Uh, so you can find us at Facebook, facebook.com slash move. Go to our forums, forums.ballmove.com. Uh, sign up for all that stuff. The conversation is getting going in those forums. We we got a lot of discussion about the last episode. A lot of interesting discussion. Uh, got some new members. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. This week. Do you we're... want to hear
1: my disgusting anecdote? Yeah, well, I do, but the listeners don't, so bring it. All right. So uh, I was watching – I was on Facebook and I was eating dinner. Last night, big mistake. Yeah, and I follow the MythBusters, and they had an outtake of I guess they were doing Shrek myths. They're really scraping the bottom <laughs> of the myth barrel. Oh yeah, they're doing promotion of the week. People paid us money to do this bullshit. <laughs> can myths. donkeys really talk? <laughs> <laughs> Busted. Um, I don't know that uh, Adam's kind of a jackass. <laughs> um, but they're doing the thing like, can you make a? Uh, candle out of human earwax because apparently Shrek makes oh, a candle disgusting. out of earwax. Yeah. And they did it by harvesting, they showed them harvesting the earwax out of the people on the show's ears over the course of several months from a, with a oh. doctor using instruments. Oh, and oh. just the. The color, texture, <laughs> changes, and they were describing the smell. Oh. And then they actually oh. melted that. I actually had to stop because it was made. You know, I'm pretty <laughs> solid when it comes to. Like, I was eating through the uh, a brain dead scene uh-huh, with yeah. the pus and all that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, I, it was tough, but I made it through. I had to <laughs> shut this stuff down. I can't That's even imagine how, what kind of holy hell earwax must have must smelled, have smelled.
0: and tasted like everyone's has tasted,
1: tasted earwax from time to time right is that true yeah because you start, like scratch your ear and then you don't think about it and like it you know you've never tasted earwax no, i don't think so i try not to do that all right i scratch my ear but i don't stick it in my mouth <laughs> afterward all right well maybe i'm the only one but uh, <laughs> i've i've time to time gotten a little taste of the bouquet of earwax <laughs> and it's vile. Gross. It's vile. You're right. That is vile. So, like, earwax tastes worse than I imagine human feces does, <laughs> just based on the smell. I've never tasted that, not even accidentally. You know how you're, you're scratching your <laughs> bunghole, and then you, like, put it in your mouth, smell it? Oh, I have done that. Oh, yeah. Who hasn't? It's a nice, earthy smell.
0: Anyway, that's disgusting. Thank you for that anecdote. Uh, we have lots of topics, right? We do, yeah. This week, we're going to be talking about... Um, no, wait. Huh? We're not going to
1: like talk about it till until we do the cast-off, right?
0: Oh, that's right. The, we got to determine showdown, who's going to go down, first. How are down. we going to do that this week? Oh, well, we, we did Rochambeau do, last week.
1: And we can't do D20. Yeah, uh, I'm going to suggest guessing game. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick a number between 1 and 10. <laughs> really? The guessing game? Yeah. And you that's... guess a number, and then I'll guess a number. I and wonder I'll if say, I'm going to get this one
0: right. I don't that's know. Just... Let's
1: find out. The listeners can't wait. <laughs> so, okay. what? You got a
0: number? I got a number. I'm going to guess that the number is, oh, I don't know, 5. I'm gonna
1: guess seven, and it turns out the number is eight. <laughs> wow, closer. that was—I can't believe you got that. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, that's solid effort on me. Yeah, maybe next week you can do it. Um, so I'm gonna debut a new segment on Blue Yonder called Aaron reads slash dot and gets pissed, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is a daily segment. In yeah, your life. It's, it's a day—it's a daily segment, and I'm kind of slumming it this Wednesday, uh This. Uh, uh, Tuesday. We're actually recording a cast a day early. Yeah, we don't usually record on Tuesdays. So. Yeah, so it's kind of just the energy feels weird. That's why I'm... I'm you realize I'm this denting. is totally irre- irrelevant to the people who are listening no, on Friday, no, right? No, no, it's want to get them in the mood for the whole Tuesday oh, thing. They can think know? back to what they were doing Tuesday. Yeah, thinking about you know the earwax <laughs> they were chewing. <laughs> Gross. Uh, so, Jesse Jackson Jr., who I can only assume... JJ Triple J? Triple J. He's JJ. a Triple J threat. J-Cubed. Um, who I can only assume is the scion or scone. Is it scion or scone? I think it's <laughs> Yeah, I think it's scone. It's the scone. <laughs> He's the scone of Jesse Jackson Sr., the famous black rights activist. Okay. Um, that might not be true. I didn't Wikipedia it. <laughs> I have no respect for the man. Um, pins U.S. job losses on iPad. Uh, um, the quote from the article is Illinois, Illinois's... It'll, noise. It'll make some noise. Congressman Jesse Jackson Jr. went on an anti-technology rant on Friday on the floor of Congress, blaming the iPad for eliminating thousands of American jobs. <laughs> Does he not I, I want to do it? an accent, but it'd probably be bad, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, like, don't I do I want to do a Jesse Jackson accent, but no, it wouldn't come no, out. No, veto. All right. All right, Vito. veto. Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, why why so bad. No. Why do you need to go to Barnes and Noble, buy an iPad, download your book, download your newspaper, download your magazine? I think that's a great idea. Sure, Honestly, yeah. I'm like, yeah, what, who what whose point are you trying to make here, Jesse? <laughs> Jackson continued. What becomes of publishing companies and publishing company jobs and what becomes of bookstores and librarians and all the jobs associated with paper? I'm actually doing like a southern ignorant person's <laughs> accent. I don't know why. Um Well, in the not-too-distant future, such jobs simply will not exist. Steve Jobs is doing pretty well. He's created iPad. Certainly, it has made life more efficient for Americans, but the iPad is produced in China, which, uh, citation needed. It is not (laughs) produced here in the United States. Okay, so the physical production of the device, which
0: supplies an outlet for countless numbers of app developers, novelists, uh, newspapers... Everything you can think of, all the software that goes on to that thing, not
1: most of it is written in the U.S., I would say. Well, here's my most thing. Of it. Even if he's got a point, you can roll it back 100 years and basically say, this new automobile. Sure. Everybody's yeah. going to be driving around. What's going to happen to the buggy makers? What's going to happen to the saddle makers? What's going to happen yeah. to the blacksmiths and the horseshoers and all the other guys? They crap? turn into upholsterers
0: for car seats, they right. turn into uh tire manufacturers
1: things like that tire manufacturing sounds pretty cool actually <laughs> okay <laughs> you you got a thing for melting shit down and turning it into something else don't yeah you? noxious fumes melting yeah. things down um chewing on your earwax so what do you but okay let's ask this does he have a point about any of this um Is it bad, like, you know, like, is it worth keeping some antiquated technology around on the pure principle that it might create jobs? It's kind of like a high, a low-tech broken window theory. Like, one thief breaks a window, but that employs a guy to sweep up the glass, and then the glassmaker and the window installer guy. Mm. It's like, look at all these jobs that were created with the mere act of destruction of property. (laughs) So, it's the... It's a distribution of wealth argument. I guess, but it's like – it seems like that's a less efficient way to do it. Like the broken window theory – and I'm no economist. I'm no economist at all. (laughs) But it seems to me that – I thought that was going somewhere. It seems to me that um, that's an inefficient way to distribute income and make jobs anyway because you take a Mm -hmm. guy who's a businessman or or an individual and you're removing a fixed sum of money, the cost it takes to replace that window – and you're taking that out of that private citizen's hands and just giving it to a bunch of people in the chain that brings him a new window, mm-hmm. which you already paid at some point in the first place. So it's like, how is that actually creating jobs or creating wealth? Well, it's forcing him to buy a new window.
0: I mean, it's not its not really creating wealth. Yeah, but wealth. what would
1: he have bought with, let's say it's $200 to yeah. replace yeah. a window. What would that guy have done if he wasn't forced to build a window?
0: Yeah, it's not creating wealth. It's... It does keep people employed. It does keep the money moving. Let's say he doesn't spend and, that money ever. Sure,
1: income circulation is yeah. is important. If anything, I'd say that the United States has done too good a job <laughs> at increasing circulation because all of our money's overseas. Well, not like that, but people just don't <laughs> save. Yeah, yeah. I mean, saving mm-hmm. money is like money out of circulation, but it's you know that's kind of important to the civilization to have that kind of nest egg. And I don't know, like I I'd, I'd wager most of our listeners don't save three percent of their income per year let alone like five or ten percent that you need to actually you know successfully have a chance at retiring post social security
0: yeah yeah i don't know i mean it's it's perceived wealth because the money is always moving but i don't think
1: you're actually generating any wealth when you bust a window i mean (laughs) well but he's saying like now borders is closing because why would you need to go to borders anymore um sure well Barnes and Noble's not closing because they actually innovated with something called the Nook. Mm-hmm. And they saw, like, Amazon moving into this market and spent some R&D and have been able to maintain, you know, uh, at least not keep the closed doors down. So yeah. I wonder if, like, you know, it's it's not it, – we don't owe Borders an existence, right? <laughs> no. Just like Blockbuster. Blockbuster sat on its ass mm-hmm. – and they refused to get into the porn game which keeps all the mom and pop shops in business <laughs> yeah and they didn't get into the kiosks and they didn't they they got into online but too little too late and basically netflix and redbox has ate their shit up
0: oh yeah netflix is not gonna stop netflix is
1: gonna be a juggernaut (laughs) yeah so it's like well until the next thing so it's like what yeah it'll be the next blockbuster like what they were back in their height so like what the hell i mean do we i mean should we be troubled that all these blockbusters are going out of business i don't know i mean it's it's really not about the company right the company doesn't
0: matter it's we're talking about the people who are unemployed by this right um so i just say like Okay, so the people who have been manufacturing books, well, why don't they go out and start
1: creating software for the iPad? Yeah, you can't do that, though. Why not? What's going to happen is, like, because if you're a publishing company, you can't just be like, well, you know what? Tomorrow we're going to start selling, we're going to start making software. What happens is that that company dies and another company gets larger that is already doing that. Okay, and the
0: jobs shift to that company. Like,. The job. I don't think jobs are lost at all. I think it's like – The only jobs that could conceivably be lost would be jobs that have just been moved overseas. It's not like – But that ha- – I mean, but okay. And that might be a legitimate concern for a politician who's trying to run for office. But ultimately, everyone
1: in the world needs to be doing something, right? Right. And I'm just saying that like um- – Yeah, the economy is like fat cells. Oh boy. People say they never disappear, they just grow and shrink. Well, if like one fat cell gets bigger, the other one has to get smaller. If you're a thirty five year old guy who's working in a publishing company and you're binding books Mm -hmm. and that job just goes away, you are probably SOL until you retool yourself, which could take anywhere from one to five years. Maybe you gotta go back to college, maybe you gotta go take a trade school, maybe you gotta you know, work two crappier jobs in the meantime, but it's definitely a hardship and it's no fun. I mean, as developers, we feel yeah. that pressure constantly, right? Like you have to keep sure. modern, or you're going to be one of those, you know, Cobol dudes that has been unemployed for the last <laughs> ten years since the yeah. Y2K crisis, hoping happened. to hit
0: the jackpot with a company who's still stuck on
1: ancient <laughs> architecture. Right? And they're hoping for like, what's the Linux next one? Is like the Y? <laughs> oh, the epic? No, it's like the Y twenty three problem because like it's yeah the epoch or epic whatever you want to call it. Oh,
0: is that what they're calling it? Yeah, because the the clock for Linux runs over like yeah. it hits the maximum size
1: for a right for an integer or whatever for an unsigned. But I know they're input, calling it, it that because just... I'm I'm in management now. I don't I've I've lost a touch of oh, the working I, man. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Anyway, but I. I don't really see that as a problem because society has to move forward, right? And it right. always comes at a cost to someone. Right. It's not like everyone can be happy all the time and have progress still be made. So I think people who complain about technology aren't seeing the bigger picture. They're, they're seeing these couple hundred jobs that are lost, a few thousand jobs that are lost, but they're not seeing the education that, th- that is then required um the the skill set that must be built for those people to get back into a more high tech job a, a more forward thinking job you know mhm
1: no i i just kind of sometimes muse because they say the united states is going to a service based economy and that's going to like sure. save us all and it's like well what happens what happens when that shit's out like for example well, hopefully I, we're I just the got curve. a kindle mm-hmm. um which is amazing i made an impulse purchase because um you know, I'd hit a savings goal, and I've been putting off p- buying Kindle for like months now. And yeah. I decided to do it late Friday afternoon, like a four eighteen. I bought it <laughs> to the minute. At ten o'clock, my doorbell rang Saturday morning, and it is at my door, and it was it was programmed with my Amazon account information in it. <laughs> wow! And hand delivered by a guy in an Amazon bow tie, like by Jeff <laughs> Bezos or Bezos, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I thought that was incredible, and so I was like, I went and I, I bought a book, which well, this is this is cause some bullshit, and I was actually reading another book that I have in paperback at seven ninety nine. I went to go buy it online hmm. because I wanted to read it right away, and it's like I was infatuated as product. Guess how much it cost? Well, I know how much it cost because you told me the other day. Not, well, thanks for playing <laughs> along for the listener suspense, jackass. Hey, it's a Tuesday, man. I'm <laughs> off my true. rhythm. We are off our rhythm. Uh, so it's nine ninety nine. That's outrageous. Which is discounted off the hardcover, but the fucker, th- the fucking things in in paperback. <laughs> so you know what I did? What? I I went on the I went on uh our the favorite internet. I went on our favorite invitation only BitTorrent service, <laughs> uh-huh. and I downloaded the book for free. Yeah yeah and once I got a taste of that, I went and started looking like everything I got in my library. I downloaded tolkien I downloaded uh Clancy I downloaded card I downloaded um uh, uh Douglas Adams, all the stuff I have in my library yeah, but the temptation to just out and out not pay for anything like it, it's been a long time since i felt that impulse to just pirate mm. stuff yeah because I, I legit pretty much legit pay, pay for video games music movies all that kind of stuff because i'm an adult with a job and i feel like i yeah, should support the co- uh, economy sure um and the publishers are getting wise about like you know let them buy an album for nine bucks mm-hmm. and a drm copy for 99 cents whatever yeah that seems fair But if some jackass is going to make me pay $10 for an ebook that I can get brand new off a brick-and-mortar store for $7.99, I'm going to jack that shit. Yes, because there is no hardcover, softcover in digital form. I'm going to take their chain because I'm so Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) No, I don't actually know what you're saying. But okay. (laughs) I just don't – I don't understand. Like that should never happen. There should be a rule. There should be a trigger in the Amazon.com database that says – Ebook price greater than paperback, <laughs> argh, subtract 50%. Yeah, yeah. I don't get, I mean, how can they go live with a, a marketplace like that? And did you hear about the shit with the libraries? No. Okay. So you got free library books, the, uh, the EPUB format, which for some reason Kindle doesn't support. So okay. there's another thing I'm going to be jacking when I go to <laughs> my local library. I'm going to be getting a bunch of EPUBs and then cracking that stuff. But, Ooh, nice. um,. So the publishers are saying to libraries you have to buy the ebook again every 24 times you loan it out. Oh because yeah, you yeah. know the real books actually wear out. I have two things. In what <laughs> universe does a book wear out after 24 loans? Yeah. Unless it's, like, a children's coloring book where they're actively coloring in it and ripping pages out. Even at the dentist's office. You remember those, uh... <laughs> what is, what's the name of that magazine? Highlights for children? Highlights, They, yes. they last for decades. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, have they never been to a fucking library book sale? I, I guess not. Like, you can see these books they have been checked out. Like, in the old days, remember when they actually had cards? Yeah, you and you see, can see how many times they were checked out. Yeah, and they were still in, like, readable condition. Yeah. Well, so, like, number two... So fucking what? This format doesn't wear out. You're saying I have to buy it as if it does just to support your fucking crazy model?
0: Yeah, that's the mentality here, man. That is the mentality with the music companies and now the book companies. They all think that just their existence should justify a certain cost to the user. Well, that's not the case. The case is it's cheaper to distribute. It's... It doesn't wear out. Right. Things like this don't happen to digital formats, so we shouldn't be paying this overhead that you were building into the price
1: before. See, here's what they should do. You you down, you get a book from the library for 99 cents, and when it's due and it's about to evaporate off your system, a window should pop up on your Kindle or Nook and say, do you want own to it this? for 99 cents. Yeah. That's a sale they wouldn't ever have gotten, and they probably – on a lot of people, because 99 cents is the magic point where people's (laughs) logic go out the window and like, well, that's free. Yeah. And they would get fat stacks off this, but no. They're going to try to make libraries buy it, uh, uh, another digital copy, every 24 times they loan it out. (laughs) That's ridiculous. It's bullshit. (laughs) Absolutely. The other thing is, like, this guy's going on about newspapers and magazines. I don't feel a bit sorry because I quit subscribing to the Indianapolis Star – when I basically graduated high school and realized that you know, there my my increased experience in education was not going to be reflected in a newspaper of record in here in Indianapolis. Okay. I mean, have you ever read what no. pot passes as journalism and just like report? It's horrible.
0: No, I I don't really read newspapers.
1: Well, that's that's but but that why? might be that might be why. I don't yeah, know. I mean, it seems like. Instead of like, even the Indianapolis Star's website only updates on a daily cycle. Hmm. That's ridiculous. They're still stuck in the mode, the newspaper mode. I mean, they could have been they could have been pushing as e ink, de- you know, a decade ago, and been like the newspaper updates all the time. Yeah, fuck CNN and all that stuff. We got the flash coverage and we got the in depth coverage. I mean, that's the other thing that newspapers and magazines can do that CNN can't do is follow up and tell you the full story and get you know mm-hmm. pay journalists the 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 you know, track down records, and we need that stuff. I mean, that's what keeps government honest, and we don't have anybody turning over the, the stones. And, you know, we got WikiLeaks, yeah. and freaking yeah. journalists are being like, oh, you can't do that. Yeah. You can't do reporting. You I, know? Just,
0: I just think it's wild that they're trying to – they're not leveraging the advantages of the new media, and they're trying to compensate for the disadvantages of the old media. I I really don't understand the mentality. They're stuck
1: in this old media mentality. And and what sucks is we're going to reinvent journalism because the newspapers are going to go Mm -hmm. out of business. And all these bloggers Uh that don't really know what the fuck they're doing (laughs) are going to learn all about disclosure and, you know, keeping protecting your witnesses and your sources and all this stuff like it's brand new. Mm -hmm. And we're going to discard a 100 years of institutional (laughs) wisdom Just because the goddamn dinosaurs wouldn't innovate. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Because this, like, this Kindle um, e-ink technology has been around. Sure, sure. It's been expensive. Yeah. But it's been around, yeah. But, like, Amazon, like, it costs a lot more than what I paid for this Kindle to make a Kindle. Oh, does it? I'm I'm pretty sure that was the case when it first came out. I mean, it's only $139, my God. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it's you know I don't know maybe I'm wrong maybe they're making money you on might, the machines too that would be, be freaking awesome, <laughs> but um, I don't know I was just um, the juxtaposition of me having this awesome experience with my new Kindle and just like I buy a book and 30 seconds later it's gone like I've got a new book coming out book 13 in the Dresden Files series which I cannot plug enough Jesus Christ read <laughs> the Dresden Files by Jim Butcher people it's awesome um it's it's like comes out in July I've got it mm-hmm. pre ordered so. While it sits on my nightstand on the day it's released, it will automatically download and be ready to go. That's awesome. That's amazing. That's one of the things I like about
0: Steam is preloading games Mm -hmm. so that you don't have to try to get onto the clogged server uh, the second it comes out, along with all other four million users, which of the they service.
1: subverted me this time because they did this whole thing of like, well, if you buy the PS3 copy, you get the computer uh, copy yeah. for free. So I didn't take advantage of that. Yeah, you're an unlucky PS3 owner. <laughs> and I got dicked over because if I had, I could have woken up early and played it, and because I, I actually plan on talking about the podcast, I was going to buy it at lunch, go home yeah. and play. And, and you didn't. I had the night, the day from hell. We had all these storms <laughs> go through Indiana. Oh, that's and right. I was yeah. hopping all day long. And I barely made it time to cast. It's like, God damn it. They, they dangled <laughs> that carrot of, like, two free copies. Yeah, they gotcha. And, you know, when Stafford talked about it, I thought I could, like, give the copy away to someone. No, they got to lock your Steam account. Do they? Yeah. So it's like, I can't give you the copy that I got in my box. Gotcha. Yeah. But still, Steam on oh, the that PS3, that's got to be cool, right? I mean, anything better than the goddamn the PlayStation 3 game. <laughs> buying it off there anything better than the playstation network that thing is horrible yeah the playstation network is so bad so I, bad i wish they made an interface so i could browse it on my uh on my computer yeah so it's be like cool. because just browsing it makes me hurt like i know yeah. I, i've been had an experience where i know what game i want and i have to navigate like a million different things like yeah I wanted to buy Pixel Junk Shooter and yeah. I went to go buy it under Shooter because that's the fucking name of the game. It's not Pixel Junk Shooter. <laughs> yeah, it's a right? shooter made by Pixel Junk. Yep. And it was under Pixel Junk. It's under P for <laughs> Pixel Junk Shooter. What well, the fuck? It, it should really be under both. Probably. To be honest. Yeah,
0: because a lot of people
1: know it as Pixel Junk Shooter. That's a good point because, like, I don't. This is all the database engineers, I guarantee. But, like, Walmart mm. figured this out 20 years ago. You sell more shit when you put it in more multiple places in the store. Yeah, like don't just put the cigarette lighters in the cigarette lighter section. Put it in the checkouts. Put it by your cigarettes. Put yeah. it by, you know. Yeah. It's like don't just put the suntan lotion in the health and beauty. But like, if you got a swimsuit you know kiosk or whatever throw it there too yeah they call it cross promotion so yeah Mm -hmm. make it easy for people to find your shit so they buy more of it what a concept (laughs) for sure it makes total sense it's like the oatmeal.com they did the like you know things that people making online shopping carts do to piss me off and i still see that like i was doing dotster.com and trying to register a domain and i got one thing wrong and it wiped out the whole form oh no no wrong that's how is this <laughs> still happening in 2011
0: i don't know man people and should like, be fired sacked i was reading an article about someone who was complaining about the reset buttons on forms right no need for a reset button uh, y- you never want to reset a form the only no. thing that can do is cause you grief when you accidentally click it instead of submit
1: um and honestly that is i i see that very that's less and less Uh, yeah it is but it's still there which is ridiculous but but problems like you know where you change one little thing and everything gets fucked up happens way too often on way too big of sites yeah it's people
0: not knowing what they're doing with like javascript and
1: all that and there's no excuse for it there 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 isn't for for dotster for christ's sake no way Anyway, uh, so that's my my spleen vinted. That's on it. That. That's all you
0: got. Just a, a forty minute rant. Yeah, all. that's
1: all. That's all.
0: <laughs> all. Right. Well, then I'll bring my topic, my thunder. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about Socom Four.
1: Okay. And I don't want to talk about the game. Didn't because you just I profess haven't ignorance it. of what that even meant last week? Yeah. <laughs> Socom. What's it a, means? Is that uh, a new type of soap for men. <laughs> so-
0: <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a special new... special
1: operations <laughs> command. Something something. Right. Uh, sure. It's Call of Duty... Special Operations Command on Mamas. Medal of Duty Honor 3, right? Yes, it's one exactly. one of those war games.
0: No, but... Uh, okay, so SOCOM 4 comes out, or came out very recently. Um, I've never played a SOCOM game. I don't care about SOCOM games. Me either. But what I do care about is... Doctrine of First Sale. Okay. Oh,
1: they're fucking up. The, they're, 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 they're doing
0: they're... the exact same thing that... Um, I want to say EA was, it was doing Madden, right Madden 84. with Madden, yeah. Um, they're basically charging you money to get certain features. Now, the interesting thing about this, and the reason I don't totally hate it, is because they're not charging you, uh, the fee to do multiplayer. They're charging it for the extras that you get. So they're they what somebody's trying to do is they're the trying to brand this. Um, yes, certain weapons, certain game modes, things like that. You can play online. But they will not let you use,
1: like, certain weapons in certain game modes. So basically you're paying for the privilege of not being raped online? Uh, kind of, Because we know from our experience at LAN parties (laughs) that if you show up with a, like, right out of the shrink wrap copy of, Mm -hmm. like, Battlefield or Call of Duty and these other fuckers have been playing for a week. And unlocking all the weapons and, you know, getting all the good stuff, you will be the raped, you know? You will be dick wolfed (laughs) to sleep. Yeah, you will. So they're basically charging... So what's the extortion well, money? How much is it? It's $15. It's Holy gone up shit. 50% from EA's $10 fee. Literally a year from now, that will be 50% of the used copy. 50% oh, of yeah. the used purchase price. Yeah, and on something like Madden, it'll be like 400% the purchase. Yeah, no kidding. Because it was
0: dropped like rocks. Right, right. Uh, yeah, so $15. But I don't know what the extent is of this. Like I don't know if the weapons that they don't allow you to use are better than
1: the weapons you can get if you don't pay for it. Let me ask you this. Who's the publisher? Because if it's EA, I guarantee... Goddamn Um, T. If it's EA or Activision, I guarantee that it will be vital that you spend the $15 to compete. That's a good... I think it's Sony, to be honest. Oh, really?
0: Yeah, because they're the ones uh, who are dubbing this SOCOM Pro. The $15 (laughs) thing gives you SOCOM Pro as an enhancement for
1: new game buyers. The thing is, SOCOM might be one of those games because it's kind of a minor franchise, isn't it? Sure, but the whole point of this thing is to play online. So that's the reason that they couldn't cut off the online mode because no one would buy it at that point, right? Right. What I'm saying is I bet that one of the things that keeps some of these games going or gives it longevity is you got the hardcore nucleus of play. Sure. But you have to have new people buying it. The mm-hmm. like keep adding to the people that you that you lose to keep it viable so servers aren't just ghost towns. Yeah. So what happens when they start charging $15, people are going to know that and they're not going to buy it. Or if they're going to buy it, they're going to try it and be like, "What? How come I can't, you know, get all the good stuff and quit playing?" They're sure. actually going to artificially shorten the life of their game do they really care about that though if all they're selling is
0: used copies Man, i don't
1: know i mean like I they want their things... games to
0: die if they're hosting servers that cost them money to keep them up they want their games to die as quickly as possible as long as they've gotten all their new copies sold
1: but one of the things that made valve so successful is how freaking good an investment half-life was yeah, that's Half life Two. yeah i mean by far Valve games, I've logged the most hours. When I add up all of the cla- uh, the Half Life and, yeah. and uh, the classic Deathmatch, Counter Strike, Counter Strike, <laughs> I was in Team Fortress Classic. I uh, played yeah. that Natural Selection. Then the I was all about Half Life Two floor. and uh, Left for Dead and um, you know Team Fortress Two. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've logged hajillions of hours, and that's why like uh, I'm going to be a day one purchaser of Portal. That never happens. Like you know this, like I've yeah, bought Rock yeah. Band, Little Big Planet two, and now <laughs> Portal two. Those uh-huh. are my day one purchases. Everything else gets bought used months after the fact. Yeah. Because Valve is hot, and I know, I know, d- dicks the Donuts that they're <laughs> going uh, to release, they're going to release add ons and map packs and all kinds of stuff for Portal. Sure. Yeah. It's going to be a good investment, even at like whatever they're charging for it. Yeah, I mean, I've gotten so much play
0: out of just like Left for Dead. That series. Oh that, God! That that alone is has been worth my purchase. Half kind of. Life,
1: Half Life Two, Orange Box, and I guess Portal Two. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's I'm, I'm we're talking about two hundred dollars investment, and yeah. the money that the pleasure that I've gotten out of it's that less than a dollar an hour for sure. So <laughs> Sony really thinks that they're going to recoup. I mean, what? That's one thing. Is like, what do they think? Do they really think this is going to be a significant revenue stream? Because I Apparently think people so. just not buy it on the open market. Well,
0: I. I don't really know why this is such a concern of theirs because isn't this really all just going to go away with, like, the next generation of consoles and as soon as we get so, d- digital distribution really up and running? Right. So all they're I'm doing, doing is selling,
1: uh, cost- they're, they're, diluting, they're damaging their franchises. <laughs> sure. And they're generating ill will among their consumer base. Check. On a thing that's going to go away with the next generation. Check and last I heard, game video game publishers are making billions of dollars. Last I heard, yeah. I mean, that's what they were talking about bigger than Hollywood. I heard the phrase the words bigger than Hollywood thrown around. I've, I've marveled at that fact. Well, so I
0: was talking about my dick to be <laughs>
1: fair, so <laughs> mine's just barely bigger than Bollywood, it's significantly <laughs> less in scale and scope, but um, you know, fun and very dramatic. My penis. <laughs> uh, b- breaks out in song and dance at the drop of a hat. Wow. More like old school, classic Hollywood. Gotcha. That's yeah. Gotcha. But, uh... I don't know where you're going with this, man. I don't know where I came from, honestly. <laughs> Neither do I. Um, no, like, I, I just... I just... Again... If the little guys were doing shit like this, of course, that wouldn't mm. make sense either because who buys, you know, an indie game used? Not – nobody. You just pirate the shit, and I just don't understand. I mean, or you
0: buy it on the Steam sale when it's $3, you know? Right. Like, that's what I wait for. I really don't buy any games that's unless true. they're
1: below $15. Digital distribution for as much as people say, oh, you know, uh, DRM, DRM, it does solve a lot of market problems. How so? Like, okay, you've sold every copy you're gonna sell of this game for fifty nine dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh twenty nine ninety nine, boom, you're gonna make another boatload of cash. You yeah, sold no, that's all true. the copies you can at twenty nine ninety nine, seven ninety nine. Boom, you, and that's just found the money. Yeah. You weren't gonna make it anyway. Yeah, that's like the
0: iPhone effect where a developer will release an app for like three dollars right. and let it tail off and then Get a big advertising push and put it to a dollar, right? And say everybody jump on board, and they do. They right. really do. When those, because right. it's a perceived value thing, right? It's like, oh man, I'm getting this game super cheap. Right. Whereas that may be their cost. That, that that's extra money for them, like you said. But,
1: if you, but you got a three year old game, and you're selling it at a Christmas time for a dollar ninety nine. Mm-hmm. That's not much, but every single penny of that is going to be profit. It's going to be money that you wouldn't have got if you yeah. had thrown it out there for 49.99. Sure, absolutely. So it's like I don't understand why these people are so busy pissing off customers and and eroding brands that are going to have value in the future next gen market. Yeah. It makes no sense to me. Although I'm I want to ask you this. What do you think
0: is there an upside to this because EA blocked multiplayer altogether unless you pay them $10. Now these guys aren't blocking multiplayer. Sony's not blocking any particular area of the game to you except for yeah what they consider extras the pro enhancement it's, what do you it's think it's less that?
1: offensive than the ea thing
0: okay because i agree with that
1: i think however i think it's still going to be a bummer to like if i'm an uninformed consumer and i sure. buy socom 4 and i get at home and i start thinking online's fun Mm-hmm. and but i find out that the servers are deserted because everybody's like all the new players have moved on and all the old players you know couldn't play with pro modes that so they gave up yeah i mean i don't know i just uh I it's don't just know.
0: it's setting people up for disappointment right right uh, I, any way you cut it right people are going to be disappointed they're going to go to game they're going to buy their game thinking i'll go play this plus they it they says have how
1: bad the, the aftermarket the secondary market is and i just don't I can't, I can't see that that's that big a deal. It's like everyone goes on about, like, piracy. I, I know piracy is bad and it loses sales. Sure. But it's not like, you know, if it's like, okay, if there's 10, 10 million copies of your game pirated out there. Mm-hmm. Those are not 10 million sales <laughs> that you lost. Yeah. yeah. You've got probably be 10% of that that you lost. It's that. That's... Because if, if, if there's no physical way to pirate it. Mm-hmm. Most of these people just wouldn't buy your fucking sixty dollar game, and they wouldn't be playing yes. it. And here's the other thing: piracy can actually gain you customers yeah. as well.
0: Because no, I've done this before. Where I go, I download a game, I play it, and I'm like, you know what? This is a really good game. I did this with uh, *Sins of the Solar Empire*. Um, I played the game, and I thought, wow, this is really cool. And I feel like I should pay the developer for having made this game. That so I go one and I my effectively life. make a donation. Yeah, it was but excellent. it does happen.
1: I, I got X Wing at an at a uh, at an old school BBS party where we're swapping uh-huh. floppies. I got home like this is the most fucking amazing game I've ever played, and then I want and, and bought it that weekend. Yeah, but that happens yeah. very damn rarely. Sure, I, absolutely, but
0: is it not a sale that they would not have gotten otherwise? Oh
1: yeah, so had I you get, not been able to play the game, you right. probably right? So wouldn't once have in my thirty four year old for thirty four year gaming career, that's there you happened. Go. There, once every 34 I, I'm years I'm I think the other argument is more persuasive: the fact that sure. you are not going to convert those people to sales. It's like Adobe That's Photoshop. True. People are pirating their shit. Yeah. Uh, starving college kids uh-huh. are pirating your shit. People that are like people who physically can't buy it. People that are you know twiddling their you know the red eye on their pets for their Christmas card <laughs> are not buying it. But yeah. freaking companies do because it's not worth pirating. It's not worth the the, the risk of getting it's not caught. Get caught, yeah. So, like, you're not losing all those $400, $500 sales. No, because
0: you're, you're getting it into the minds of customers. Photoshop becomes
1: a mainstream thing exactly. because people know
0: how to use it. Exactly. Well, when you go to the company and the company asks you, what software do you use? You're
1: going to say Photoshop. And if they hear that over and over, that's what they're going to start using. I mean, why do they think that Microsoft gives away their software to universities? Yeah. literally gives it away for the cost of the distribution disk. Yeah. It's uh, to get
0: people familiar with the software.
1: Keep and well. I mean, people are already familiar with Microsoft. They just that, that stranglehold just gets deeper with every passing yeah. generation. Every person who graduates with you know a student copy of Windows Seven and mm-hmm. Word and all that crap is another generation that they've got. Yeah, they're not going yeah. to try Linux. Absolutely. So, anyway. so yeah, it's it's
0: crazy. The the we don't need to get into the whole piracy thing right now. We did a little bit, but yeah. uh but yeah. I, so I think this is a good thing and a bad thing. Um,
1: I think it's a desperate thing and a thing that I don't understand. If I'm a executive playing long term, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't see how this became a company objective. Who made this decision? Who, you know, I see this shit happen all the time at my work. Uh-huh. Like the marketing department comes up with something to stop a <laughs> perceived problem. I'm like, nobody thinks that way. Yeah, you yeah. know, nobody. Like I sometimes feel like I'm the only sane person in the world <laughs> because I'm the IT guy at the at, at the table with all these executives and marketing people and sales people, and they're like we gotta stop this so we're gonna do why and i'm like really like you know i can't really well, I, th- I think there's should i talk about work like not at like a very macro level if you Ga- can go very all right macro. gas is four dollars a gallon all right is giving three cents off with swiping a loyalty card going to make an impact <laughs> at all
0: like on, it on, a, did, on a decision it did, to
1: purchase, it did when gas was. And you're not advertising on the street neither, because you, you can't mm-hmm. legally do that unless you get your sign. chance you can do both, and we're not going to do that because. But like, you, I mean, when gas is a buck fifty, three cents off was kind of like okay, a thing. Yeah, I guess. But now that gas is four dollars, I mean, I mean, am I the only person that thinks that way? Three cents off four dollars, what the hell? <laughs> That's going to reverse yeah. our sales, our, our poor sales trends. Less than one percent of the. Yeah, so.
0: so... No, probably not, but I mean, the whole thing is about profit with them, right? I mean, they, they want to make more money.
1: Yes. So, that's the mentality... Their heart's in the right place. <laughs> that's the... No, 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 it's No, but not. I mean that. Like, for a company, yeah, you should make more money. That's your objective. Sure, I just but think they do stupid things to do it. Yes, they're doing it at all costs, and I don't think they realize... This, this is a problem
0: I have with a lot of uh, our economic system, but the The profit is the number one goal. Short term, they they don't think about the long term effects very hard because they're interested in keeping their shareholders happy. Right, you know what I mean. So right. that's that's what Sony's doing. Like if they thought about this, they would realize that this is not going to be an issue much longer. Right. Within the next five years, it'll probably be mostly digital distribution. So they don't even need they don't need to piss off the customers like you said right now. Because it will be a moot point later on, right.
1: I just think it's like these companies that spend like I see a lot of these startups that and um I've actually been following Mark Cuban with that oh, yeah? shark Tank stuff, and he like's hmm. like companies preemptively waste so much money on things they think they're gonna need, yeah, like yeah. it's like we need to get all this shit locked you know down and all this content, so the users and you know we need to monetize it, and it's like what you don't got anything to monetize, yeah like if you told me that like a year later. Um, they made a thousand sales of this. Mm-hmm. I would not be shocked. I would actually think that's about right. I bet they make. I bet exactly a thousand people buy the pro mode from. <laughs> and if that's <laughs> the case, it wasn't even worth programming. Yeah, yeah, literally was not worth programming to make fifteen thousand dollars. I I, I don't know to if you, one thousand
0: people is going to be the number. I think it's going to be much higher. How
1: – how what's the sales for SOCOM and what's the – I don't know. I would assume it's around a million, right? It's got to be high. So what's the aftermarket sales? Do they sell another million copies in the aftermarket? I don't think I don't know.
0: so. I, I honestly have no idea what the numbers are.
1: I just like – I'm saying that's one of the things where like it's such a new thing and the the po- the gamers are kind of polarized that – Yeah. You know, like so, okay, here's the thing. How cheap does SoCom have to get on the aftermarket before it's worth not just buying the new – maybe that's the whole idea. They're trying to re- – I just figured it out. Oh, boy. What? They're trying to retard the aftermarket sales.
0: Sure. Because right yeah, now they're selling, the s- they're
1: selling a new $60. Mm-hmm. So GameStop has to sell that sucker for basically 30 to start making it attractive.
0: Yeah, I I thought that was pretty obvious. I didn't know. Oh, well, maybe <laughs> i mean, that's, just that fucking stupid. <laughs> that's the discussion I
1: hear about like when I read the comments. In these kind of articles. So they're basically trying to keep the they're prime trying to kill the full price. GameStop. They're trying to make the full price sales more attractive longer. Yeah. So the aftermarket guys but the thing is, I don't think man, game all GameStop has to do is be like what well, SOCOM bullshit. That's when they come to, when the gamers come to trade it in, i we'll to give you five bucks for that son. But it just came out last month. And sure. and it's like it's going to like I just think it's gonna make the users mad at the publisher again (laughs)
0: or GameStop I I think it's going to come back on GameStop a little bit because when you go in Johnny's not going to ask well why can I only get
1: five dollars on the other hand SOCOM 29.99 month after came out used sure yeah I mean like there's good but uh... then you got to pay your 15 dollar code but i guess people don't know that only the people trading in their games are going to be mad and the guys are going to be like i bet they're coached i bet but but it's but it's a one-to-one
0: there right like it's one person trades in the game one person buys it so isn't it yeah, but even the
1: Sony executive is not there to explain their side of the story. It's some cool mm-hmm. gamer dude, or like I've noticed a lot of GameStops employing gamer chicks. So they're just gonna and she's say gonna Sony's be, being they're, a dick. They're gonna Sony's like being a dick, and you know it's 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 hurting our sales because people know they got to pay fifteen bucks for it. So I can only give you this much because I have to deduct yeah. that fifteen dollars that you're keeping, even though you're never gonna play it again. Yeah, you're even though lost you may the not even the Pro $15. edition. Yeah. I am taking that that pro tax and I have to take it out of what I'm giving you. That's a compel that makes sense. It makes total sure. sense and it makes Sony look like a dick. <laughs> yeah. You know, and there's no yeah, Sony there's, executive saying there, look, we're just trying to drive this people out of business, dude. Yeah. The the place that gives you credit for your games and all that kind of stuff. But,
0: but that's the thing. GameStop is the market is going to drive GameStop out of business, regardless.
1: Yes, I mean. GameStop So why is... not just let it happen naturally right. and not
0: piss off everybody around right. you?
1: Right. Yeah. It makes no sense. You're right. Although I don't know. I mean, GameStop.
0: They're trying to transition
1: into they digital seem distribution to be, platform. They seem to be savvy enough. Like they, they got that shifty pawn shop mentality. Oh
0: yeah, give us our give us your five bucks now, sixteen months ahead of time, so we can put it into the stock market and make a shitload of money. Right. And then we might have your game when you show up on game yeah, day. I just don't
1: know how, because like, stuff like Steam and Sony Network and Microsoft uh, Network, I think they're going to be like, you know, if, if GameStop thinks they're going to be the middleman, okay. for like digital distribution, uh, no, no.
0: No, I think you going to be have able to do have like their like own a,
1: platform. They're not going to be able to do GameStop online. No way. No, because I think Steam's you need your own it.
0: platform, and Steam is the one that is going to be big. I mean, I'm amazed that... This is like a whole other discussion, but I'm kind of amazed Sony let them on. To the PS3? That's like... Now, is w- what's on the PS3 as far as Steam goes? Is it, it's not it's, the actual client that can run all the games. And, no,
1: you can't run PC games on a, PC, a PlayStation 3, but what it does do is it lets you see all your friends. Okay. It's basically... So it's a secondary network. It's a network. Foot in the door. Sony, who has their own network, and uh-huh. the, the only they basically are letting the 800-pound gorilla of digital distribution get their foot in their door. That's interesting because I know Microsoft would never do that. No. Never. No, because that's a move Microsoft would do. Yeah. They're like, hey, man, let's help you out. (laughs) It's going to be good for your sales. (laughs) You know,
0: pretty soon you're just gobbled up. You Yeah. So I don't know what that's going to do to Sony's platform, like a digital distribution platform. I think they may replace it. Like, it's got to cost them something to run it, right? So if they can get a cut of the revenues from Steam on their platform, maybe they'll end up making more money than trying to run it themselves see, because Steam they're doing such a piss-poor job. And of it.
1: Steam can do awesome – like, Valve can do awesome things. Yes. Like, you know mm-hmm. what? We're going to give away a free PC version of every PS3 game we sell. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It's not – you're not losing a sale. And no. And that, like, that's – I would have never bought Portal on a PlayStation Three, <laughs> right? Never, and they would have never gotten Steam on my PlayStation Three if they hadn't pulled this shit. It's and brilliant. That makes it more attractive to licensees
0: who yeah. are trying to bit their games on the PS3. Yeah, they can also get them on Steam and and have people buy them for a free copy. Yeah, so I I think there are benefits in that for Sony, um, but I think Microsoft is just doing everything right in that. In that uh, regard, uh-huh. with online, they're doing it so much better than Sony is. Well, they had the.
1: They're basically. Do you think their games for Windows or you know, didn't they have the thing where they were trying to make like Halo? Yeah. On the computer and Halo on the Xbox all work together.
0: Sure, which is always a colossal failure. But
1: it failed. So it did fail. But that's what Steam eventually their in game is going to be. Yeah, they yeah. want to get all that stuff going. They want to make yeah. where. Maybe you can't play together, but like, um, I think that I read that the the only reason to save files between the PS3 version, like, if I got to a particularly hard place and I want to go upstairs and play on my PS3, the only reason that they're incompatible is because of an agreement they made with Sony. (laughs) So. Which
0: is ridiculous to me. They've already got the sale. It's just so dumb,
1: right? Like,. It's an arbitrary restriction on the user who's going to just get pissed off it's again. Like we, I talked about like when I bought a PlayStation 3 and I was outraged that I had to use a disc to make my Netflix work because Netflix signed <laughs> an exclusive discless agreement with Microsoft. Uh-huh. That didn't sway my decision to buy a goddamn PlayStation 3 or Xbox. It just pissed yeah. me off as a consumer. And nine months later, as soon as it expired, yoink, I got the disc out, snapped it in half, and I'm running my integrated <laughs> client. Yeah, absolutely. So, I don't know.
0: So I, that's all I have to say on that. I think we covered. Are we that ready really for our well. bullshit segment? We are. Cast? Do you have
1: any bullshit? I really don't have any bullshit well, this week. I got this. Um, so I brought Dominion over tonight because we're going to play after the cast. Yes. And awesome. I realized I could fit the entire Dominion game into like a magic fat backpack. Oh, I thought you were going to say in your pocket, <laughs> <laughs> big pocket. I could fit a fat pack in my pocket. You know these cargo shorts. You're already fitting. Never mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> Not going there. Um. No, I, I think that's like, so it's like, I'm like, why did they ship me this ginormous box See, but you're, for a game that would fit in a fat pack? Like, not even take up the whole fat you pack. You are an abomination when it comes to the mentality I of am. packaging. Oh. Because you throw, you throw away,
0: like, the cardboard sleeves and DVDs. Like, I do You throw away any packaging that is not essential to hold the physical item that you want to
1: use And I've been on record of being outraged that like the Toy Story toy box came in a uh-huh. physical toy box with a bunch of fucking foam The uh-huh. space the disc an inch apart would take up a foot on my bookshelf
0: And most people would say, oh my god, that's awesome, I love the presentation You yeah. say, fuck that noise, I want a
1: disc, just hand <laughs> me a disc
0: and i wanted I want good. it in a protective sleeve, sure Barely but you want the minimal sleeve possible.
1: Yeah, like if I could get like I have you seen on my bookshelf, I actually started doing this. I converted a bunch of my DVDs to mini discs. Oh yeah. Like that like you can fit literally two in the space of one. And I don't know why you're not down with me on this, man, because you are all about eliminating clutter that's and physical true. possessions. But I But you I'm keep also, packaging
0: like a motherfucker. I'm also a bit of a collector.
1: Oh, yeah. And that's yeah, the mentality of that, Yeah. That's the mentality but to that comes me, into play there. If I've got some kind of bullshit Prismatic 3D cover on <laughs> yeah. on my copy of Batman begins. Mm-hmm. That's something I have to unslide every single time I take the disc out. Yeah, and I have to store separately from the box, or I'm gonna to have to slide it off to put it back into the disc. Sure, and it does nothing but look pretty. And I'm not a chick, so I throw that fucker away. <laughs> and what okay. really blows my mind is when I've got I've gotten a couple like I think the, the case to Iron Man was literally the same picture there was mm-hmm. nothing special about the sleeve it yeah it correctly emulated the front and back of sure the cover so it's like what it's like those you know those little that's kind of ridiculous to me if there's no special artwork on it, yeah, but and the other thing is like you know I had this like uh one um Terminator two I had like the mm-hmm. fucking awesome edition back like six <laughs> years ago, and it came in a chrome. Um, like, like like a, a tin. metal yeah. tin with a, like a raised skull. Mm-hmm. It was larger than my DVD shelf. It wouldn't fit in the, in the space. where So it's like I just threw it away. <laughs> it actually hurt me because I'm like, man, that's kind of cool and metal, but like uh-huh. it wouldn't fit on my shelf. It defeats the whole purpose of having a media, you know, specific.
0: I can't bring myself to throw that away. Now, okay, hey, justify to me throwing away the box for a board game. Like, dice rolling okay. capabilities
1: alone. I, get, I know there are no dice in this game. I'm saying but. this particular game, there's a lot of wasted space, so there why is. wouldn't I? What is What intrinsic value does... I'm never going to sell the game on the market, because I, I don't roll that way. Okay. I know you do. I do, I think so. some of this is just... You're always thinking of, like, in a year, I'm going to sell this on eBay you're right. anyway. You're right. That's part of it. But, like, so Dominion, I'm going to keep and play and enjoy for years and years and years. Why would I have that take up that much space on my shelf when I could... And I can take it to packs now because it's a fat pack. It'll fit in my thing. Sure, in your can, fanny pack. I can put like a no bullshit sticker on it, so people that think it's like magic will actually kind of have enjoy it when I, you know, pop <laughs> off the top of that. And it's actually a Dominion. Sure. I mean, I guess so I'm like, You're why coming at it I? from a very practical perspective,
0: and I'm torn here. I really am between my collector and my minimalist
1: practical. I am a I am a pragmatic bastard. I have really been called are. that by several girlfriends. <laughs> Because Those specific like, words, huh? emotion, like emotion, unless you're talking pets, children, your parents, it See, has I don't, no I don't sway get with pet me. emotions. It has no. I, don't I get I, that. but I I can understand because I've I've been you know I've loved the pet. Okay, you know I've lost one as a child, lost one as a adult. It's, it's I've it, not, but so but like I I can understand, but I can't understand a uh, lot emotional appeals to things that have no like. You know, it's like when we were arguing sure. about collecting nostalgia, I'm like, why wouldn't you just emulate it? Because it's not the same. I'm like, well, then get a, a, a Nintendo controller. Well, but I don't get the whole, you know, blowing <laughs> on the cartridge and jiggling just right. I'm like, that's the bullshit that you had to go through to play the goddamn game. See, that's different because that There's is- not a blowing and jiggling game. <laughs> At least none well, that's not X-rated, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Fleshlight 360 Connect Sex Series. Well, that
0: has nostalgia attached to it, so that is a little more justifiable, in my opinion. Did I just not say then,
1: that I'm not emo- uh, I'm not a <laughs> I am not i am yes, not do not accept but emotional? But you reviews. are a freak in that regard. Maybe. Would you not agree? I don't know.
0: Most people get very nostalgic for certain things. I don't know. Maybe maybe am I maybe but, I'm but, just
1: a cyborg over here.
0: Here's here's what I'm saying. That has nostalgia attached to it, so I understand that, and I do that myself. But. When it comes to the new stuff that has no nostalgia, no uh, meaning to you, you're right. Why would you keep it? Unless unless you have, like, the collector mentality where you know you're going to sell it down the line, but... Yeah, if you're I not going to sell it, why kind- would you keep
1: it? Because the Kindle comes in this awesome box. It's perfect to ship it.
0: I, keep, I kept my iPhone box. I kept my And Max I should because box. I know
1: that they're going to come out the Kindle 4 in December, and I'm going to want it. And I can probably sell the Kindle 3 for 75 bucks on yeah. The, yeah. the open market. And I just basically made it that much harder by throwing away a box. Yeah, that's true. But I threw away the box.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, that to me <laughs> seems like a bad decision at that point. I don't know, man. I've when kept... you know you're going to sell it because – the value does but go down box. I might not. Box. I mean, I might not. You're, pre- you're
1: pretty sure. You were talking about selling it the day after you got it. So, <laughs> But only to get a new one. Sure, I mean, I yeah. don't know. Cause yeah. in the other, like I just said, I, I think that in my mind, as I was making a mental calculus, I, mean, I could keep this box. It's a foot-by-foot-by-one-inch box around yeah. for a goddamn year. Sure. Or I can go to mailboxes, et cetera, and pay the monkey three bucks to pack my Kindle and sell it just as well. So basically that $3 for is reading my life of a, you know, one-tenth of a cubic foot of clutter.
0: Sure, <laughs> but you're going to get less money for it because people like You think, so? oh, no, think so? Oh, no. I know for a fact you will. Yes. You really think so? Everything I've ever sold goes for less money without
1: packaging. Hmm. Without the official packaging. See, the only thing I've ever done that is, like, for motorcycles, mm-hmm. uh, you'll you'll see that in my garage is, like, a Guggenheim Museum exhibit. I've got, like, the original exhaust, yeah. the original fairing, the original seat all hanging up on the wall like uh-huh. a display because I know for a fact. But that's that, that seems practical to me because <laughs> the reason a lot of people sell used bikes and have brand-new exhaust and stuff is because they just fucking threw it down the pavement. Did a bunch of damage, and they replace with cheaper aftermarket parts, and then gotcha. be like, "Look, I tricked it out." So you're saying you so can that prove that, a that it's never been wrecked or anything? Exactly, because yeah. like, look at all this pristine stuff I got hanging on my wall, like a nook. If I have a pristine box, mm-hmm. there's nothing that says I didn't drop this motherfucker like sure. a million times, or take it through the shower, or whatever. <laughs> it's just a box. You can't do that. No, it's not like you know. Not, it's not like I switched the external casing or anything. No,
0: but I'm I'm telling because you because when you go to sell
1: it, you'll know. Yeah. Like, it will bring less value simply because you did not have For stuff like utilitarian stuff like Kindles and iPhones, or is that just for, like... I understand, like, no, for it, toys and video games very much because part of the joy is the box.
0: Yeah, it was. When I went to sell my G1, when I had that, uh, I got basically what i paid for it Mm -hmm. because i had all the packaging and i was looking around and on ebay Mm. um everything that didn't have packaging was going for much less interesting yeah so especially electronics and games and stuff like that
1: yeah i might be wrong so you might
0: you might i don't know Dominion's a pretty big box so if you can
1: yeah and i know i'm not gonna sell that yeah to me it's like uh, this box is literally one sixth the size Sure, yeah. And, like, I, I started getting the idea when I saw people selling aftermarket storage devices that convert the base Dominion box into <laughs> a box that holds all six of the sets. Oh, sweet. And then I'm like, oh, well, but, you know, I've got, you know, all these magic freaking because I never play magic. I'm never going to play magic again. Yeah, probably not. Unless they fucking give me a free booster set in, like, my Gen Con package and I can play standing in line. I'm never play magic again. So why wouldn't I put these empty fat packs to use? I uh-huh. got six of them. I can hold every Dominion set, and then I can all modular, and I don't know. Go for it, man. So that's a little that's bit of I bullshit. Say. I've got no bullshit. You've got no bullshit? None. No there bullshit. There is
0: no bullshit in my life right now. I have eliminated all bullshit. Oh, okay, let's go with some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you just manufactured some in <laughs> the last three seconds. Because I know, I know the PA guys are going to call me out on Panfee again. Oh, so, Christ. preemptive
1: strike here. Ooh. Uh, actually, it won't be, because we come out two days after them. It's postemptive. We actually talked to them last night, and they were going to record the cast as soon as they got done talking to us.
0: That's true. Um, And if people don't know who we're talking about when we say PA, it's personal arrogance, guys. Go over to personalarrogance.com or, or go to pa.baldmove.com right that'll take you right over there yeah Uh um, licensee sites <laughs> but but I know that they're gonna call me out on this so I just wanna say shouldn't you at least say what panfee is uh personal arrogance nerd fitness initiative yep uh basically trying to get our lazy asses up off our gaming couches a noble goal uh yeah I think sure. so um and not necessarily just get us off the couch but get us eating right get us healthier in general yeah um, I personally, I like it because I'm about as healthy as I'm probably ever going to get as far as my habits go right now, Right. because I have, uh, let me just describe to you the, the stuff that I've done in the past few weeks. I've been, please brag, I, Humble I brag. I, well, <laughs> they called me out on this twice. So now I have to respond, okay. you know? So I've been eating all organic foods lately, mm-hmm. um, been eating mostly like vegetables and fruits and nothing processed um my drinks i'm down to one cup of coffee a day and that is literally other than water the only thing i drink so i have no sodas no carbonation no artificial sweeteners no non-artificial sweeteners i I can
1: vouch that his stool now (laughs) is is soft warm and longer and smells no more than a biscuit (laughs) uh but i have been
0: biking i've been playing tennis I've been working out three times a week. I just got a ridiculous workout last night. It was awesome. I, I've been super healthy. I've been about as healthy as I've ever been in my life. The only thing I need, I'm need i cutting out now is caffeine. That's the last thing that's got to go, and I feel like I'm doing everything right.
1: Yeah, I mean, I kudos to you. You are the healthiest nerd I know. <laughs> okay. um, and so I, suck it, personal arrogance. <laughs> suck it. I try. Um, you know, I had basically you're y- doing boxing you're doing all sorts yeah of stuff. Tai I'm doing chi. That i don't I'm... really count as anything <laughs> but i'm also doing like active. i rode my bike out to meet you guys except for somehow some bullshit reason we actually didn't hook up yeah we missed each other on the same yeah, road a gate <laughs> stopped <laughs> you i don't know yeah what the, you know, trespassing but it was bill gates tresp <laughs> well <laughs> uh you just grab him by the face and shove him down or a pie a pie will stop him <laughs> yeah, make him go away. a green pie will defeat him um but, like, I had kind of an epiphany today because I was reading some articles about sugar, and I've been thinking about this for a while because, mm-hmm. like, I read all these athletes are kind of, like, getting long in the tooth, like Steve Nash and Shaq, how they've switched to, like, yoga and cut sugar out of their it's diet. the only
0: thing Shaq's long in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't call him Shaq Diesel, Superman. What? For nothing. I didn't Shaq know call Diesel. Him that. Yeah, Mac. Um, Anyway. Um they've had these career resurgences or extended their usefulness of their career by cutting out sugar. Not the only thing is extended. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. <laughs> um <laughs> Oh god, what else can I, I I'm, I'm mentally censoring to see if I can keep you there from you making another dick joke. Um so I I watched this thing on YouTube today where this professor basically argued that sugar is kind of a toxin. Okay. And that like in, in, and he wasn't going from, like, the processed sugar is an evil to itself. He's basically saying that in nature, whenever you eat sugar, you usually eat an equivalent and healthy amount of fiber. Like, you eat an apple, hmm. it's got natural fiber. You eat a sure. banana, it's got fiber. You eat, All this stuff has – about the only fruit that doesn't is watermelon. Sugar cane. Sugar, <laughs> sugar <laughs> cane's got fiber like, whoa. I mean, it basically yeah. is sugar-soaked fiber. Nice. But um, anyway, yeah, and I, that made sense to me, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking that I'm going to try to cut – like sugar out of my diet, just like extra sugar. Like I'm going to go more yeah. fruits and vegetables. I've already eliminated basically all meat except for poultry and fish. And I'm not going to give that up because meat's delicious. Yeah. I But I've I cut don't think pork like like, like, like I've cut pork. I've cut uh most beef. Like I'll go ahead and have a steak. But like I mm-hmm. used to eat, you know, ground beef like a pound a week and sure. You know, a couple ounces of pork chop here and there. And I just basically stopped doing that and I've switched to whole grain, everything. Yeah. Basically absolutely. things with a low uh, glycemic intake or, you know, a very low GI rating, whatever glycemic that is. Glycemic index. Index, yeah. that's what it was. Um, because I, you know, I used to weigh 295 pounds. Damn. I was almost at 300, and I'm like, it was just before – I was like, this this is too much.
0: Yeah, when you push 300, you, yeah, you take I, notice. I, used,
1: I actually had a pact with my ex where I'm like, if I ever weigh 300 pounds, I want you to take me to fat camp because I've clearly <laughs> lost all control <laughs> of myself. Uh-huh. Um, so, like, I – over the course of a year got down to two fifty. And nice. I have not been able to crack that barrier. I've maintained that whole time to two fifty, but I've still got a spare, you know, gut. And this has been like through running a mini marathon and all the training yeah. through that. I Dude, mean you've like been
0: a shitload of active sex. So I'm
1: like, it's gotta be diet, right? It is. It's gotta be I've diet, seen, right. I've seen your diet. It's gotta be Fway. it's gotta be Fago. Yeah. 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 So it's like it's not the healthiest in the world because i eat a lot of processed stuff and yeah. a lot of you know and like i just switched to having a salad a night and i'm amazed mm. at how much better i feel just with that yeah it's all really that roughage amazing. sure i'm regular yeah, ladies <laughs> so <laughs> oh boy i've joined the, the regulars at the office <laughs>
0: wow <laughs> Have
1: you seen that fucking commercial no God, it's called the regular, it's called the join the regulars at the office where it's like you see these guys walking towards the bathroom and it's like, morning, Jim, morning, Bob. (laughs) And it's like, you know, like they're checking in, it's a bathroom. Wow. Like I couldn't look a guy in the face if every day I came in and we crapped together at the same time. Yeah, I don't want my cycles to match up with another dude. (laughs) No. That's not what you want. No, no, you don't. Um so yeah, I'm I'm trying to attract a fitness level from eating because I I think yeah. I'm already reasonably fit by nerd standards and you know cardio and because when you flaws. say two fifty, you're a big dude. Yeah. I'm six yeah. foot two and I'm built lar like yeah. you know. Even when I was like, like a my shit ideal house. weight when I was like eighteen, I was not like, you know, I had thick fence post legs. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm hung like a Coke can. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Not the uh, only thing he's hung like. Wait. What? What?
0: <laughs> uh, what did that even mean, man? I, I was trying to go for the trifecta,
1: but oh. you haven't given me anything to go on well, here. But when I actually say, I actually made I, a penis I know. joke, you can't then make another penis joke on top of that it. That was the joke, man. That was the joke. It's like an instantly, it's an infinitely recursive dick joke. <laughs> you can't play with primal forces like that. It caused cause the whole cast to collapse. That's Are we true. out of bullshit? We're out of bullshit. We have no feet because we we did the old Okie doke on Staffa. He... Uh, speaking of the regulars, he's like clockwork on Wednesday morning. <laughs> we had the last-minute change of podcast schedule, so we have yep. fucked him out of his staffas Corner.
0: Yep, and taste And that's it. a
1: problem. Taste it. But we'll either double up for him next week, or he has a week off. I'll, I'll send him an email tonight saying, Don, it's up to you. It's up to you. You can We can either double up and do a half ass job on both of them, or we, you can take the week off, and we will put our full attention to one Stoffer's Corner on episode 61. A blue yonder. Alrighty. With that said, wait, I just told you a line. Yeah, you can't do that. All right, we we have to You're at least that give them the info.
0: They we they heard our cast,
1: they loved it, obviously. Right. We need to
0: tell them where they can go to promote. We us.
1: told them. Now we're going to tell them what we told them, and it's then we basic gotta tell repetition
0: them for emphasis why we told them what we told them.
1: Yeah, it's repetition <laughs> for emphasis.
0: Sure uh we didn't mention itunes though so we can go ahead and mention that now yes. uh go search for Blue Yonder. i don't, I don't on iTunes. want
1: to mention itunes because i'm pissed at them people keep leaving us reviews on the old fucking defunct
0: yeah okay here's what you
1: do you go to the itunes if you don't see
0: 60 episodes you
1: don't leave a review there you right. go to the other feed right it's actually the blue yonder under video games right I don't there's know. There's a Blue Yonder blue yonder, Enhance, which was a bad idea. Like, we're going to stick with Enhance content. Uh, yeah, a, right. There's <laughs> a Blue Yonder under Hobbies in general. That's Those are both bad, very bad. Yeah, don't go to those. Find the <laughs> one of 60 episodes. That's a good rule of thumb. It's a, it's a pretty good giveaway. People if you're listening find, to episode 60 and you don't see episode 60 in the feed. Yeah, yeah. You go, yeah. And, But we'd appreciate five-star reviews especially, but any review. Because, again, any review. we're thinking of changing stuff up. Um we would definitely like the, the guys' feedback on that. For
0: sure. Uh, and as we said before, go to Twitter. We're at Bald Move. Go to Facebook. We're at Facebook.com slash Bald Move. Go to our forums, forums.baldmove.com. Email us, blueyonder at baldmove.com. We will read anything that you send up to 60 seconds of showtime. No, we won't. No. Let's. I'm I'm cutting it off. I'm I'm chopping that rule in half. Really? I'm break, snapping it in half like a Netflix disc. I don't believe you. It if someone window.
1: sent us feedback, good or bad, we're going to nope. read that motherfucker. Nope, absolutely not. Like, what would cause you not to read it if it was just basically like an extended Babba if, like if it was boring, if it was
0: if it was offensive, if it was boring. If it made no sense, if if I didn't like the person's name, funny. If uh, there are a multitude of reasons why I would not read your feedback, you're an anti namite <laughs> I'm kidding. We'll read it.
1: All right, sure, we'll all right. read it. Unless it is boring or offensive or we don't like the name.
0: (laughs) Then we're not reading it. Uh Uh-uh. With that said, this has been a cast, and I've been Jim Jones.
1: And I've been Aaron Hubbard. Ciao.